Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It's 7.15, 15 after the hour, 7 o'clock, walking into the studio with his full entourage. It's our man, Gene Valentino. <laughs> Here I am with coffee and donuts. <laughs> and it could have come at a better time. I was hungry, and I'm out of coffee. So uh, good, good morning, Gene. Uh, we, we get uh, the luxury of having you twice this week. We missed you, though, for a couple of weeks. I'd like to uh, I'd like to kind of get this started by saying, you know, we, we understand what's going on in the world right now. We see what's happening over in the Ukraine, the despot uh, Putin who has invaded for no reason a country who does not want to be a part of Russia uh, because it's uh, well, it's it's a dictatorship and people don't want to be a part of that. They want to be free. And so everybody's looking to the United States. What are you doing? And it looks like other countries are doing much more than we are. And when they look to us, what do they see? They see a morally bankrupt president, a person who will not do what is right, what is just, to make sure that the Russians, and, 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 and appease them, basically. He's complicit, and, and I say that it is immoral to cause the pain that is being caused across the planet because this guy is so stuck on a certain ideology. What say you? Yeah. Well, you, what part of the elephant do you want to eat first? The fact that this man has not done anything, <clears throat> and you have Nancy Pelosi admitting she'd like to see the oil imports stop to the U.S., tells you that there is clearly... Uh, a uh, there's something wrong with Biden not to be reacting differently. First, let's take care of our own border. He should have never given up on that. But in parallel, you can chew and walk, walk and chew gum at the same time. Why could we not have been more formidable in helping the NATO alliance uh, be more of a uh, force, not just in the last nine months, but in the uh, last nine years, uh, there's been a total abrogation, and Putin has walked in with all the cards stacked in his favor, uh, now taking over the power plant, the, one of the nation's lar world's largest power plants, uh, and uh, he, he's done something very smart by controlling the power in the country. You're controlling the country. And the question is, what is the... Um, the exit strategy, what is the out path for Zelensky to save his nation? While we are concerned with that, we are, to your point, Michael, we are sitting with a pre impotent president, a president that has not reacted in time of need. Uh, I knew we had a problem when he, the way he aborted on Afghanistan. What a damn shame. Oh. And now we're stuck with, with a, well, it, it was the it was the um, it was the early volley. It was the early sign that something serious is wrong with this guy. And you are correct; he does not represent the ethics, the morals, and the principles of this nation. 
Put simply, what does Russia have on this guy? Is there evidence in Hunter Biden's laptop that maybe Russia has a copy of? Is there evidence that the State Department has of the same laptop that they're embarrassed and are now acquiescing, uh, and that's why they're being impotent and wimpish in, their, in the manner in which they address Russia in the first place? Yes, the border. But if they can't handle our border, I'm scared to death of what he might try doing overseas right now. It's great. You know, and, and so one thing we have to look at, we have to look at history because history is sort of a guide for the future of men and, uh, and figures and wars and all of the things that we've seen before. Now, one of the things that happened, of course, back that caused a world war was the appeasement of the Germans by a guy named Chamberlain, who was, uh, who was the prime minister, I, I think, of, uh, of, the, uh, of the United Kingdom. So let's just fast forward and look at a guy like Putin, who is obviously a power-hungry despot who is wanting to put back the old Soviet Union. In other words, he wants to put the band back together. Well, that includes a lot of states that are members of NATO. So if we appease him now, and we are not... And we are not able to either by for, for the reasons of being scared or don't know what it's going to don't know what it's going to cause. Or, as you mentioned, there's some other reason why Biden doesn't want to do anything. What happens if we don't stop him now? It's the first step towards uh, tyranny and the takeover of our democracy when our grandchildren become of age, they, Russia has moved one step clo- closer in, uh, in, in pushing forward with its force in, uh, in Ukraine. Okay, Ukraine today, who's tomorrow? Poland? Romania? Uh, exactly. Moldova? Who, who's, who's next? Well, you've and got what those... Gonna, what's our position? Well, you've got those Baltic states that are... You know, that's part of the old Soviet Union. Even Poland was a part of the old Soviet Union, I believe, wasn't it? Uh, it was. But yeah. the, but look at, and right next door is uh, Latvia, the beautiful capital, Riga. Boy, you ever want to go on a trip if the conditions were different, is visiting Latvia. What a beautiful uh, Slavic country. Hey, uh, hey. It's absolutely. T- well, tickets may be cheap right now. Well, you better plan on a one-way ticket. (laughs) Well, you know, that's what we have to consider, at least while we discuss this subject, is that he's not going to stop with the Ukraine. The Ukraine is... No, of course not. It is is just a beginning. This is a process that he's been going through. All you have to do is look back at Georgia, look back at Crimea, Look at what he, he is absolutely going back in the same direction that the old Soviet Union went, and he's going to take these countries and make them a part of the Soviet pact uh, or the Russian pact now. So what do we do? What, is there a risk of war with Russia, who has nuclear weapons, by the way, if we try to stop him by whatever means are necessary? And, and what is... Our country doing about it? Do we have people in the CIA that are working behind the scenes to drop equipment, 
missiles, stingers, you know, uh, javelins, all of those things. Is there something going on for that, or, or you know, yeah, are we just going to sit back is. and wait? Of course there is, Michael, and you've got uh, Lindsey Graham on the rate on the TV the last twenty four hours openly talking about killing Putin and um, and 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 charging him for war crimes if he survives this for the killing of women and children and the uh, and thank God almost a million people have already fled the nation of Ukraine. It. Uh, 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 safekeeping in the bordering countries, but that doesn't account for the fact that the husbands and brothers and, uh, are going to be are going to be massacred uh, that stay, that have stayed behind to fight this war. This is obscene, and and we you know I tell you what what do we do if we were in a position to do something? We take those um, uh, A10s or the Warhogs. And just blister up all those tanks that are running that Russian military uh, that runs forty miles into Kiev. Just just blister the hell out of them. Wait, and, wait. and I don't. I do think the sanctions are going to work, but I do think it's going to take too long. We have the ability to take out half of the Russian armor in forty-eight hours. We could absolutely do that. Their forces are on the ground. Their forces are Michael, exposed. The problem, yeah, the problem is, is that we pull that trigger, and he's crazier. He's going to launch the third uh, world war, and it'll be an ugly nuclear war. Now he almost created one in the last twenty-four hours in the way he was taking over control of the power plant, uh, which would have been six to ten times worse than the Chernobyl explosion uh, decades ago. But we're in we're in a we're in a fix. The only thing we can do right now, without uh, risking nuclear war, is um, uh, hope that the world order will come together quickly to put pressure on him on all sides. And we haven't talked about what the Russian people really feel. It might be that the Russian people are going to have to assassinate this guy or take him out from within. And that's what Lindsey Graham was talking about. Yeah, I, you know, I just. I don't have much faith that uh, that there's people out there in Russia who are close enough to Putin to be able to take him out. I mean, maybe there are those out there. Maybe there is some aspiring person who wants to run the country. And but I'm not sure that that's going to be something that we can depend on anytime soon, because, you know, even if we do take the weapons and arms to the people, even if we gave some weapons or arms to people within Russia to do that job. First of all, they all have to get sensitivity training here before we can deliver those weapons over there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the kind of military we've got these days. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The delivery system, uh, Russia's, Russia's military strategy is very thin, very paper thin, because... Putin didn't expect a protracted war like Vietnam. To the contrary, he expected in and out of there in three days. But the fact of the matter is, the, what he didn't expect is an uprising of all of the community in Ukraine, not to mention the world. And now he's seeing himself having to re-fortify to continue the assault. Now, uh, there's something more pervasive here you first mentioned, Michael. I think... 
we, it, it, it's just impossible to believe we've got a president so stupid, oh my God, and a vice president who might take over that would cause us even more problems. But, but the fact is, there must be some deal going on between Putin and Biden and or P Biden and Xi Jinping. You can't sit on the sidelines and allow such an atrocity to occur, such a war crime to uh, perpetuate itself with inaction from the world's strongest power, at least today, and that's America. There are documented war crimes. We've seen them. We've actually seen, we have videos. We have the ability much more today to charge people with war crimes, including the generals and the officers that carried this out in the crime, in the uh, uh, Ukraine, uh, because we've got video evidence of it. What are the chances of ever getting anybody to pay the price for war crimes? Well, there, uh, I think the, the best government is the uprising from the people. Demos, the Greek uh, root portion of the word of democracy. When the uprising has occurred, even the European Union came together in a round of applause for Zelensky. Uh, it's when the people step up and, and say, you're right, we're going to follow you, we look at you as an inspiring leader, and that's when it's going to occur, Michael. And um, America, America's going to learn a harsh lesson about a patriotism. We said that last week. We, the, patriotism is being is on full display in Ukraine right now, with men, women, children, uh, fighters stepping up to defend the nation and the principles they believe in. We must do the same. This is a lesson that is being handed to us on a silver platter. And if the woke generation doesn't see it, then it's the beginning of the end for your future. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%. They should be seeing this wide open, with eyes wide open right now. However, there's a lot of folks that don't believe that. Back to the Russian military, you made a point. we got 30 seconds left, but I wanted to bring this out. They're pretty much a paper tiger uh, as far as being able to deal with somebody like us, they have vehicles that have rotten tires on them. They didn't even service them before this invasion. I mean, their Air Force still does not have air superiority. That's amazing, isn't it? Ten no seconds. joke. No joke. No joke. We'd take them out in a flash if we were in the position to do so. My final comment, failure to defend the rights of others may someday result and your rights not being defended. Exactly. Gino Valentino, my friend from Pensacola, Florida, thank you for joining us. Folks, you can go to genevalentino.com and check him out yourself. Coming up on the bottom of the hour, 7.30, we'll have the weather after the Fox News break. You know well, I'm a chicken fried and cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just